1: When surveyed, about 90% of business leaders admit that their CRM isn't. The most common cause for that? Salespeople don't use their CRM the way they should. Why not? Well, it takes them too much time and discipline to fill out their CRM completely. And if salespeople don't, the CRM system becomes useless. That's why when we started Salesware we asked ourselves, what if we build a CRM system that fills out itself? What if we build a system that services existing data so that you know and remember all about your customers and never forget and disappoint another lead? That's what Salesforce does today. It pulls in all the data buried in your emails, email signatures, calendar, phone, social data, company database, email and web tracking and offers it to you in an easy way so you and your CRM are always up to date. Want to see this for yourself? Head to Salesforce.com and get your free trial.
0: back yeah <laughs> so we just went on a two minutes break and um, you're welcome back this is business processes and people talk with tina show we are broadcasting live from lagos nigeria on the ibgr network also known as international business growth radio network today on our show we are talking about resilient mindset for winning in crisis uh, but just before you, we go on, I want to bring you some IBG Arrow news. Um, if you have just joined us, you can download our ebook. Um, it's available for you once you, ha- have, uh, you are on our app. Get our app, get your show notes, download the app on your Android and your iOS device. Um, you, you want to look for, when you go to the Play Store, what you're looking for is IBG Arrow Business Growth Radio. That's the app you want to download. And the episode you've been looking for today on this show, um, Business Processes and People Talk with Tina, is episode 12. Join me live right now and let's get on the show. Connect with us in real time. Um, Join the community of commerce located on our app. It's a free business-only social network, similar to others out there, but this is owned by IBGRO and focuses on connecting business these uh, business owners to our own talent, as well as connecting them with other business owners around the globe. Um, you want to join us, so let's get the conversation started. IBGR broadcasts 24 hours, seven days a week in four different market segments around the world. Listen in on your local time-to-business programming delivered by entrepreneurs in our Australia-Asian the South Asian, Prime Meridian and the North American regions of our market. Check out the calendar on our homepage at IBGR.network to find out when your favorite shows air in your local time zone. Then make an appointment with yourself to listen, apply, and engage. Um, get the show notes for today's programming uh, 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 on, your, on the app. Missing live to current shows within your reach now from your device. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll, on this segment of the show, uh, we, we are looking at what are those things that you need to know as a business owner for you to actually have that resilient mindset in times of crisis in your business. So the first thing you want to be aware of, the first thing you want to know is that change can be and at the same time catastrophic. Now, yes, it's not in all cases, but there are some times when change is truly, truly catastrophic and it comes with a lot of negative emotions. Now, a business residence is extremely important to any business because without it, few businesses are likely to be able to recover from unexpected disruptions or adapt fast enough to sudden changes, whether it's in market demand or due to regulatory requirements or as we have seen is this year, a global pandemic. Yeah. So you need that business residence because that is what will make the difference between business survival and failure. And so you should be uh, you, uh, you should be high on your business agenda that you have business resilience, that you're able to create that resilience in your business. You see, only by achieving resilience can a business be assured of surviving disruptions. Now, an example to illustrate this, I mean, without even looking at what is currently happening in, around the world, if I go back a few years back, is uh, during the last banking crisis that we had uh, uh, in, in in Nigeria especially, uh, what we found were that because some of the big banks who had not taken advantage of the changes that were occurring in their, in their industry, like uh, IT infrastructure, getting uh, social, doing things with what was happening in the new trend, we, we, we found that some of the new banks or the younger banks were able to absorb those big banks because they could not, they could not adapt quickly to the market changes they were losing market shares. They were losing customers. And uh, you, their, 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 size, uh, their, their market's um, profitability was dipping and it was causing a lot of negativity for them. And so what we found was that they didn't have any choice to merge and who did they have to merge with? With the new banks, with those banks who were going with what was happening, they were able to actually absorb the shock because they were growing with the time. They had planned on the front edge. So you want to be aware of that. That change can be sudden and catastrophic. And if you are not ready, you will not make it. The second thing is that business owners or leaders and employees need to be flexible. I mean, achieving business residence requires careful business residence planning to ensure that business models are flexible enough to adapt to market changes and whatever other changes that you may have now. If an organization is rigid, it, it cannot adapt flexibly in when it faces cha- challenges in any crisis. Now, you, again, if you if you run a, a your organization is running a traditional structure, an organizational structure that is traditional, non-transparent communication, and it's poorly funded in terms of IT, it's not able to adapt to digitalization. Um, and the, the management process is rigid. All of these things are obstacles to business residents in a crisis. So instead, you want to ensure that employees and managers are able to act in any given situation, that they are able to actually adapt, be fluid in, in decision making, and be quick to change what is going on around them. Now, the third thing is that training is so important. So you want to train and retrain employees with soft skills and non-technical skills. I know um, in many organizations, training goes on We train people on technical know-how, on technical knowledge, on the job training, but it should go beyond that because in times of crisis, it is only those employees who have been trained in soft skills, in emotional skills that are able to actually Um, adapt to what is going on. So training should not be limited to just technical skills or on-the-job training. You want to ensure that formal training within the organization that embedded in your formal training are things like mindset, resilience, the capacity to be able to adapt to whatever is going on. This is also important for the employee well-being and their mental wellness. You know, there are some skill sets that are relevant today. That will become obsolete in the next three to five years. So you don't want to focus on just those kind of skills. Training should be ongoing and evolving within the organization for improved profitability and overall business performance. Now, the fourth thing is that a linear mindset is detrimental to business growth. This is so important for you to be aware of. That what do I mean by a linear mindset? You may wonder, but that's more like a fixed mindset. When people are set in their ways, they have a way of thinking, or people are, you know, sometimes we hear people say, um, this is how we do things here, or this is how we've been doing it. They are not willing to change. Now, the processes your employees are accustomed to following may no longer be relevant or adequate for resolving the challenges that your organization may face when it comes to times of crisis. So linear thinking will fail business owners and employees in a crisis, especially those situations involving multiple changes at once. You know, when you have changes going on back and forth with fluctuations, and uncertainty of the future, just like we have going on right now. I mean, we had the first wave of COVID, it's gone, it's relaxed, and we're getting a second wave now. And you're having lockdowns that are happening in certain places again. Now, these situations call for flexibility, agility, and more out-of-box problem solving. So linear thinking can trap organizations, employees, and business owners into thinking that there's only one accessible way of doing things. And of course that blinds people from seeing other possibilities that are around them. Another thing you want to be aware of as a business owner is that employee health and well-being is important to productivity. You see, when changes or crises happen, some of your employees may immediately begin to think and ask themselves, Is the company still safe? Is my job secure? You hear such questions being asked. Am I sure I'll still have a job? How do I fit into the new landscape? How do I fit into what is happening? I mean, what's the demand for for my skill set? Is my skill set still relevant? If the worst happens, how will I pay my bills and provide for my family? Will I be needed anywhere else? And when employees are combed with such thoughts, it affects their productivity, it affects their wellness, it affects the overall business productivity as well. So it it can impact productivity and the quality of work. It can cause employees to become self-focused and withdrawn, resulting in failures to help each other and identify larger opportunities for your company. So you want to, you want to actually ensure that um, you, you, you have employee well-being and health as a top priority within your organization, that it is paramount to how you are seeing resilience being built. And it is only when you begin to build it in your employees, when you begin to help them to see that in times of stress, in times of um, challenges, in times of care situations, when we are met with turbulences, how do we handle it? How do we manage it? What do we do? Uh, do people know that, I mean, the company is safe? Uh, will they still have a job? Um, how does this fit into? It? So do you have a plan in place on the front end that when something is going wrong? The employees can look at it and say, yes, my organization is a place that, no matter what is going on, people welfare is paramount. They always think of uh, people, first of all, and they will not, I mean, throw us under the bus. It's not just about them. I know so many organizations that at this time, all they did was just think of themselves. So these are the things that you need to be aware of. We'll be going on a two minute break right now, And when we come back, we'll look at those things that you need to do.